podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Excuse me. Tell it's a long day of teaching today. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Super excited. Uh, we're going to talk about the seven laws of leadership or seven things of leadership that I think are super important that I've been kind of the mulling around. But before we get to that, I want to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dexter Dish, bar none, the best shooting machine on the market. I think my record is like 27 seconds. Innovative to take it up and put it down. Innovative can make your team better shooters. I'm just telling you, like, like I've said multiple times, we have, we have um, three of them in our gym need about three more <laughs> depending on the opponent uh but it's a little bit of everything we we uh we love them um mention the podcast mention coach collins will give you 450 dollars off also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better there's lots of resources there's been a lot of resources post covid there's a lot of coaches i'm going to tell you it's run by me i'm a high school basketball coach i've won at the highest level we've been nationally ranked I've been coach of the year twice, and I'm not saying this to brag, but coach of the year twice in our state, um, won three state titles. I think I know what it takes to turn a program that had never won into a winner. But even more important than that, I think there's some validity in that in the sense that I'm not an ex-coach. <laughs> That's just this is all we're doing. I'm not, um, you know, uh, I, I built it for something I would have wanted in my 20s or 30s. I built it for a basketball coach. I'm not a businessman. I'm not a CEO. I'm not an executive. I'm not a college coach. I'm a high school basketball coach in the state of Wisconsin. And I think I know what it takes to win basketball games. And that's all I'm trying to share. Um, and what makes our community unique is the one-on-one calls. Um, I just got off two hours of one-on-one calls with, with teachhoops.com members. In a couple of days, I have office hours. We'll sit and talk. I will mentor. I will help you. Um, I am not behind this hidden curtain. Um, I'm not a, uh, it's not a, it's a, it's an active community. Um, and that's why I love it. So go over and check out Teach Who's Account for coaches who want to get better. All right. So seven things. Number one, if you want, um, if you want to be a leader, you want the, the, the laws of leadership. And if I look up or look around, it's because I'm reading my notes. Number one is reject shortcuts. There are none, you know, um, I think it took me six years to turn our program. I took a I took a program that had had six winning seasons in thirty five years. No one applied. I was the only applicant um, to one of the biggest high school, one of the biggest um, divisions of basketball in the state of Wisconsin. No one wanted this job, <laughs> um, and I got it two months before it started. And I could I I could not reject shortcuts. You know, great if you're going to be a great leader. Um, you got to pursue leadership. You got to reject shortcuts and take ownership in the development. You have to build a youth program. You have to see what your, what, what your community's strengths and weaknesses are. You got to figure out how to build that. You have to bring rigor and grit, expectations, working hard, expertise, pushing yourselves to grow, um, to, to not only move yourself, but your, players to the next level so you got number one is you got to reject shortcuts number two you need to create a space to work on your coaching you know successful leaders carve out daily time or space away from everyday chaos 
because most of us have that to reflect, to acquire knowledge, to focus on strategy, to focus on your team, to focus on your program. Um, if it's meditating, if it's early morning, if it's, I do it when I walk my dogs, um, you know, it's the, they, they fight the instinct to always go in mode, focusing on themselves. It will help you make your, it will help you make the better decisions. So create that safe zone or safe space to work on your team and your program. Challenge your thinking with peers' perspective. So you got to you got to challenge yourself. You got to try to sit outside of that comfort zone. Um, you can't do this thing alone. I have been lucky. I've had two staffs in my coaching career, um, but you you will travel this journey as a coach with other people, similar things, similar performances. So you want to find people that are on the same mindset but like i've said i've i think you want to find a staff where you've got you know a yoda you've got um you know a questioner you've got a workhorse you've got those different people um because successful people tackled similar issues in different areas um but they you got to understand the nuances and the challenges that come along with it um when a when a when you get a diverse group of people together they connect the effect is amplified. That's why I don't. I, I don't want four, three yes men on my bench. I want someone questioning me. I want someone that knows the offense or defense better. Um, so it's 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 got you got to have a safe zone, have dialogue and candid feedback. Um, if you're going to challenge your, if you're going to challenge yourself and push yourself out of your comfort zone, you have to do that. So that's number three. Um, Number four is state curiosity. Whenever something new, I mean, and the web is a crazy place for this. Uh, um, whenever something new comes out, um, world-class coaches are high on curiosity and low on ego. Let me say that again. High-level coaches, doesn't matter if it's a basketball coach, but it helps if it's a basketball coach, are high on curiosity and low on ego. Um you have to question, look at all the books I have. I'm always questioning. I'm always looking for trusted sources. I'm always eager to explore. I'm always eager to kind of take it to the next level because I don't know. Um, if I was running the same things I was running 25 years ago, we'd be horrible. Um, and I have to adjust. I have to. I don't want to be a dinosaur. I'm old, but I don't want to be a dinosaur. I want to be able to change. Um, vulnerability is used as an asset. It has to be. Um, ask questions, seek input, you know, don't, don't assume, don't assume them. So stoke, stoke that curiosity, question yourself, question what you're doing, have that growth. I know it's a, it's the lingo of the day, but that growth mindset. Um, so that's number four. Number five is apply discipline to how you make decisions. Eight coaches are disciplined. They follow a proven approach, teachhoops.com, to making decisions. What offense are you going to do? What defense are you going to do? Do you have a systemic way of figuring out who's playing and who's not playing? Um, you know, it takes into account instincts, but it also, it's judgment-based, it's experience-based, it's data-based. you got to have all these, it's a stats teacher, you got to have all these variables to kind of come back together to make your decisions. Um, so apply some sort of decision-making process. Um Number uh, six is find a trusted expert or mentor, someone who can challenge you, but you can also lean on. Um, the most effective coaches 
um, uh, approach being a basketball coach as a whole person, not just a leader at the top of the organization, but an entire leader. Um, you know, le- leaders who take comprehensive approach to development that includes feedback from trusted mentors or or um, experts, um, take insights from that, continually outperform other coaches. If you're taking input, I'm telling you, during if you came and watched one of my games, I'm getting input the whole game from all of my coaches, and I'm having to synthesize it. I'm having to do that. And number seven, the last one is um, – and, and this is the reason I started teachhoops.com rise by helping others. Great leaders aren't focused on their own team. They are helping others critically think about challenges in the process and fine tuning everything that goes into decision-making skills and into their team by helping others make better decisions with their players and with the community. As our league gets better, we get better. Um, and you know, high integrity leaders have a legacy part of what I want to do, not only here, but with coaching youth hoots, teachhoops that come in this, I want to be able to help others, um, just become better, become better human beings, better leaders, better coaches. So let's go through these again. Number one is reject the shortcuts. Number two is create a space to work on your team and on yourself a little bit. Number three is challenge, uh, your thinking with peer perspective. Number four, stay, uh, uh, stoke that curiosity, have that growth mindset. Number five is apply decision, uh, discipline to the decision making. Number six, find a trusted mentor. And number seven, rise by helping others. Um, if you do these, if you do these, um, do all of these, um, you're, you're going to be a better human being. Your team's going to be a better, you're going to raise better human beings on your team and your, and your coaching. And, um, I think it's, uh, the laws of leadership. I think it's really important if you want to be a leader of young men and young women. Um, I hope this was helpful and have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.